back to the Coast to Coast Dynasty, episode number nine. I am Ruben Alvada at Superflex DGen. And I am Justin Mercer at C2C Dynasty Merce. And here we are again, man. A uh, little bit of a hiatus, but we, uh, we're we back at it uh, Thursday afternoon. Uh, get over, go over some uh, some good stuff here we got planned, hopefully. Um, but in the meantime, how you been? Ah, it's it's been uh, summertime. Kids are in activities, and we're trying to do uh, stuff with them to take advantage of the last few weeks of summer. And but uh, but yeah, I mean these dynasty streets are rough. It's uh, been a challenge to get trades done, and you know I am uh, just kind of ready for the season to start. To be quite frank, I just want to start setting lineups and start watching football again. Yeah, I'm kind of there with you too. Um, I don't know if I want to start setting lineups either because I've got so many of them to set. But uh, I'll get into to, to to that pretty quickly and get into the groove of it and get get my uh, my system going. So that that'll be nice. But uh, yeah, things here. Kids are back in school, uh, and all their after school activities are going. So staying busy with all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, so. Speaking of the dynasty sheets, what are some of the new? Th- what are you up to right now with within there? Yeah, no, I mean, you know, we're uh, all I think sending out offers and trying to trade these guys that are getting the preseason hype because that is in full effect. I mean, I've been on Twitter for several years now, and I can't remember a preseason hype train quite like this. This seems to be out of control. <laughs> some some guys are like. Apparently, I think they're going straight to Canton. Yeah, it um, is. It is insane. really, really, really crazy out there. And uh, I did have so update. You know, uh, I I told you that Jim Dickey and I were going to co-manage a team together. The one league we joined, we got. Uh, you know, we had uh, cold feet, and then he ended up. He asked me to help co-manage HQ six because he was one of the ones that. Uh, got in that yeah i saw that i saw that so that should be fun what's that what's that gonna look like i think that it's hq5 hq4 like base like they're gonna do it very similar so it'll be similar to the one that you and i are in together um i I hope that they have a better tight end premium like no i I mean like the same roster setup scoring all that when is that starting I don't know. I mean, Sipes mentioned uh, something. Yeah, I know. Like, seriously. Season's I, around the corner here. <laughs> I DM Sipes uh, on Tuesday, I think, and I'm like, hey, just so you know, Jim asked me to co-manage with him if you could add me. He gave him my email. And I didn't even – I don't even know if he read it yet. <laughs> like, I don't even know if he read it. He's traveling yeah. around like crazy. Oh, yeah. That's cool, though. That'll be fun. HQ leagues are always good. They're always good. Oh, yeah. They're all good leagues. We, we can't have a draft like the hot sauce draft. You know, that thing needs to be fast. You guys need to do a... We need to do a four-hour clock. Jeez, maybe even three. I mean, just do do a three-hour clock, uh, you know... um, I wouldn't mind that. Cutting the time down and then just doing the overnight stoppage, I mean, that's all you need. Yeah, right. You know, I I did did several sleeper leagues this year, and their clocks are locked. They tend to be eight eight or four hours or two hours, those guys. What is one thing I noticed versus most of our MFL leagues, we see 12 hour clocks, eight to 12 hour clocks. And yeah. the more I got thinking about it, I kind of like the probably the four hour one the best. Um, but honestly, if, if 
and there's several reasons from that. There's not not, not strategy wise, but just um, time management wise, you have to think about that. And uh, so if you have a four hour clock and you have a overnight pause, I also think pauses shouldn't be more than like, in my opinion, it should pause from um, midnight on the East Coast until um, like eight, nine a.m. on the East yeah. Coast kind of deal. Yeah. And then you have a four hour clock. So what that says on a four hour clock is basically if you're an East Coaster, you have to go on the clock before 8 p.m. to time out right before before the, the pause. So most people should not be if you're in bed before 8 p.m. and you're playing Dynasty, you've got, <laughs> you've got problems. And then the other part of it is if you do on the other side, if it's nine o'clock with a four hour clock. It turns out at nine. That's six a.m. on the West Coast, so six plus it would be ten a.m. when you would time out. So you should be up by ten a.m. if you're on the West Coast. Yeah. So, so that's I'm kind of liking that. If I probably do any more leagues, I probably do. If I do commission leagues, I'll probably do a four hour clock. There's plenty of time to do trades and stuff in there. There's tons of time there, um, and get that done. So, but that's besides the point. I think yeah. I kind of like that that a little bit more. Then I do, you know, eight and 12 hour clocks. We're sitting there, you know, half, half the, you could be just no, no, like one pick a day, basically. I know. It, it, it's, it's pretty rough. And then what drives me to, too, is that, like, when you pause at, like, so we were pausing a couple of mornings. We're pausing at 7 p.m. my time and turning on at 7 a.m. my time. Like, why are we pausing for 12 yeah, hours? Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's just no reason to be pausing for 12 hours. Maybe six to eight hours, kind of deal. But anyway, yeah. besides, yeah, so eight hours. Cool. Let, let everyone get their eight hours of sleep and yeah. uh, move on with their uh, draft. So. Yeah, but you, but like with the clocks, you don't have to pause for eight because you just you can do like six and yeah. be be good. You still have two hours of time to get back on. But anyways, that's cool. Yeah, um, the hype trains. You know what I was thinking too when you were saying that about the hype trains, and I maybe I'm missing it or not. But what we're not seeing too much is. Player X is doing horrible, or player B is doing horrible. We're not seeing a lot of that. We're we're seeing seeing like oh he's not doing, oh he's doing okay, but not like, you know we really I mean Traylon Burks is probably the only one that we're hearing some bad yeah. juju like like we did about Chase last year, but in the past we've always heard about guys that are just not shit ready, in the bed, shit yeah. in the bed. Yeah. We're not, I don't, I, maybe I'm missing it, but I don't feel like we're hearing that. Do you? Yeah, and I, so my thought on that is we didn't have a lot of high quarterbacks. Mostly that's a quarterback. This you know, that is mostly a quarterback is not NFL ready. He's not, you know, he's not making the right reads. And, I mean, really Pickett, and, and even Pickett, I think, was getting some bad hype only because he wasn't running with the, the ones, one. right? So, and then now, but I think it's been – uh, a process and I mean I think he's made his improvements but the one that I can think of off the top of my head that's you know probably not even going to make the roster and half of that's because of the Pacheco hype is Ronald Jones seems to be shit in the bed <laughs> I don't know if he's not going to make the roster I don't know I mean I don't know what his contract looks like or anything like that but I, I won't be surprised if he's still there I just yeah. won't be surprised if he's there you got to keep uh, bodies I mean and I mean if you kept uh, Ceh McKinnon Pacheco and Jones. I mean, 
That's not yeah, too I many mean, running backs. No, and I think they would take uh, Ronald Rojo over McKinnon. McKinnon can like literally get blown over by some wind and get hurt. So um, he did look good in the playoffs, though. I get. I mean, yeah, he had a he, great game he, against the Steelers. <laughs> but he played literally. He's had thirty-five carries last year because he didn't play till like week sixteen. Yeah. That I mean, that's why he was. I mean, I do the same thing for him this year. You sit on the bitch until week sixteen, bud. Kind of deal. But yeah, yeah. cool. So, um, are you do? I know we talked about sending out trades and stuff like that. Are you sending out a bunch of spam offers for guys with hype trains, or or are you doing the um, the auto accept trade blocks that we do, that we tend to do, or, or what are you doing with that? Yeah. So I I, I did. Like I have a handful of Pacheco shares, and I did spam basically. What I I didn't do every team in the league. I did. I went to uh, you know Nerds GM tool, and I I took the bottom six guys, bottom six teams. That or or I even looked at like running back strength. I'm like, all right, their running backs are really weak, so I tried to be targeted. So like even some of the top teams, if they needed running back help, I sent out. My, my was Pacheco in a fourth for a second in 23. None of them were accepted, unfortunately. And, uh, you know, so I, I have been trying to uh, send out feelers for how I could acquire Pickens. Like, you know, I sold my, my one share that I've talked about on several pods now. Um, and I have, I think, three more. Um, but I, I was like, how can I cheaply get not cheaply i'll pay market price but i'm not going to overpay and i even tried an overpay in uh in our sts home league i sent and this was a pure portfolio management type offer i was sending claypool an early 23 second because it's it was to the, the it was the guy's own second and his team is bottom of the league like last he's he's rebuilding and I have his second. So I was sending him Claypool, his second and 23, and then a 24 second. So two seconds, Claypool, and that. And he didn't like smash except that. because I And I felt that was a big-time overpay because I feel like Claypool Pickens' range of outcomes this year are pretty similar. I just have five Claypools in, in, you know, in my 16 leagues. So I was like, all right, well – if I can get five down to four and three up to four, then I'm even on pickings and play pools. So, but uh, I revoked it because I'm like, you know what? This is too much of an overpay. I'm just going to, uh, you know, go with Claypool uh, in this league and take my chances and have that early 23 second in my back pocket. There you go. There you go. I, I mean, yeah, that would be a little bit of an overpay for me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Um, I went to all my Pacheco leagues. I think I have five or six shares, and I sent a second and a fourth to pretty much everybody. Um, there was a couple guys that didn't get that offer just because they probably didn't have a, a 23 second. I didn't want to do a 24. Um, I got a couple. I got, I think, one, maybe two accepted. I don't remember exactly. I think I just got, yeah, I got two. Two, but two, I got a, a counter on one, and then I got another one that was accepted. Um, so, pretty happy with that. Kind of, gets me you know still have a few shares just in case yeah he is, just in case he is a hall of famer right um and uh got rid of a couple just in case he isn't a hall of famer and um, i didn't i didn't aggressively try because i think i only have three yeah I um think, i didn't have too many i think i had five so yeah i had ebner ebner is my most owned 
well, Chandler and Ebner are my most owned like guys like that. So yeah, so um, cut downs are around the corner. So we've got we probably have a lot of roster sp- cut downs and and NFL cut downs and then cut downs in our leagues are going to be around the corner for the leagues that expand oh, and God. stuff. Yeah, I mean I know all my leagues. If you're in a league of mine, uh, November September first is cut down day. You posted it at the top of every posted, league page, and you yeah. even had someone in group me ask you when it was. I was like, I did yeah. the face palm. I'm like, all right. Look at yep. the league page. It's right at the top. I posted it there, and, I, <laughs> and then he said it, and I just answered it. And, and I'm not going to remind anybody after this because it, if you don't have your cut downs, you can't submit a lineup three days, four days later, whatever it is. Not my right. problem. Your right. problem. Can't deal. So, yeah, so we cut down on the first. Um, I got a lot of leagues. I'm going to be cutting a lot of players. So we, I think NFL cuts are before that, so that's a good thing. So, so we'll, we'll know and get ahead of that. But um, are you doing anything – like to try to get ahead of that with like moving yeah. guys. Oh, you, for sure. I mean, it's hard to move guys that you're going to cut, right? You probably got to look right. at moving other guys to try to leave space for a guy that you might want yeah, to stick no, around, right? Exactly. Like I, I uh, and, and the other thing I'm trying to do too is like in those teams where either I have, you know, maybe three top, you know, running backs and I don't, I could maybe trade one of them and still be competitive. I may try and see now that we're getting close to lineup setting season, try and trade one of them for a 23 first. Cause like now, people, yeah, now people are, you know, especially like a perfect example is Kamara, right? If you have Kamara, now that he, the word on the street is he's not getting suspended this year, he's probably going to be a top 12 guy this year. Maybe someone's willing to pay a 23 first to get them. Because I think the the first, which were untouchable, now that we're inching towards, like, lineup setting, it I think be people more, are, yeah. yeah. I can see that. I, he is one that I would not pay a 23 first because no, he's going to be suspended next year. Yeah. I'm guessing four to six games probably. So not having him, giving us the first that you kind of lose a replacement for him. Kind of deal, but I get it. I mean, it, it's it's also about winning too. So if you can, if he can win you the league, then kind of who cares anyways? And that twenty three first is one twelve or so. But yeah, um, yeah, I've been trying to make some moves and get some guys off and get ready. And then I've been going. Anybody that's been getting cut by the NFL, they're gone already. Or you know, some ACL guys that get hurt. That like Tim Patrick, I just he's gone off all my. Ogletree, I saw you cut him. Yeah, I caught him. Yep, Ogletree gone. Guys like that, like Tim Patrick. If I wanted to, I can get him back later. Somebody he got, I caught him, and somebody paid like fifteen percent for him in Fab. I'm like, you, why? Nobody's why? why? But that's why you cut him because then you have somebody waste their Fab on him. Yep. No, I agree. Yeah, it's not. It's not. When that stuff happens, I love it. Um. And um. So that's kind of what I'm doing. Just, you know, as soon as guys are getting cut, going through, just be gone. So, yeah, that's the, the strategy I'm taking at the moment. And um, Yeah, the other and, thing that I'm doing is, like, because we all loaded up on a lot of running backs in the offseason, just carry those running backs, see how it lands. The ones that are, whether they're older, more proven, have a more defined role, what I'm trying to do with them is trade them for, like, 24 picks whether it's like a 24 third or a 24 second and give that running back in a third back and like just 
just try and get that draft capital, those bullets in the chamber, because you know you're going to have to cut down some. Yep. And those probably aren't the guys you're going to cut, but you're getting them off your roster. You're getting a pick, you know, that you could buy someone with if needed. And then you can make the decision. Probably buy that guy back later. Yeah. Yeah. You're kicking cheaper. it. Exactly. You're kicking the can down the road. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, that's what I've been, because you got to do it now because everyone yep. knows what you're doing the week of cut downs. Yep. Right. Right. So, so get on that. <laughs> so we got a, we got a few trades here. Uh, I think you did a couple. I did a few. Uh, nothing huge. Um, I got one here I did is a 14 team two tight end uh, it's a pretty heavy tight end premium being that the they get a premium per per reception and, and then yardage has a premium as well too but it's also two tight end and I um, I sent the trade of this is one of the ones where I sent Pacheco I offered Pacheco and a fourth for a second and I re- and it got rejected and I got a counter back that was Pacheco for uh, Daniel Bellinger the tight end of the Giants not thinking, I just saw it tight end. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I just hit reject. <laughs> and then I went, I kind of went and looked at my roster, and I was like, That hey, was after he countered with a pits one, right? Like he yeah, sent you a yeah, counter. yeah. He sent me a counter. He wanted pits too, and so it was like a crazy counter. I'm like, uh, what the heck is this guy thinking? And then I went and looked at the settings again to just double check something if I was missing something. I was. It's a two tight end league. I'm like, oh, I'll take Bellinger all day long over Pacheco in a two tight end league, especially because there's no PPC in that league either. Yeah. So I sent the Pacheco and a Bellinger offer back to him, and he accepted. So Good. pretty happy with that one. Kind of did that. Those are uh, one of those snafus that you hope you yeah, don't get screwed I mean, get... over on. Like you're yeah. like, dang it. You wait too I... long, or you have yeah. too many leagues. You can't remember all the settings and all of them. So it's kind of annoying from that standpoint. It was my, that was on me. So at least I was able to rectify that. Uh, another league, twelve team, superflex, two two PPR tight for uh, tight ends. I said Pickens in a second for a 23 first. Yeah. Um, Was the second had, a 23? Yeah. If I had waited uh, a week, I probably could have got the 23 first by itself. Yeah. Or several, or several 23 firsts, I think. <laughs> I think. He's going for about four of them by now. Um, but I was happy with that. Uh, another one, I this was another one of Scott's Patriots that was in this league. I gave up Eno Benjamin for a 24 third. Yeah. Doesn't auto accept. Yep. Just be gone. Kind of add somebody else. Uh, Those are the a, exact type of deals that I'm looking to do right now. Right, right? yeah. I think I've I've got plenty of you know fine kind of deal. Another one, Khalil Herbert for a 23 third. This is an, an auction league, so um, it's big for me to get some more auction money because I already have a decent amount. And that team, to me, my team's young and stacked. It doesn't have all the because I've got like four of the five. I got like three of the four quarterbacks from last year. Chase. And Waddle and Pitts and Najee. No, not, I don't have Najee anymore. I traded him. But I have JT and I have uh, Javante and Mitchell. I mean, I'm pretty loaded. I had I had like 60, 70% of the rookie money in the 2021 draft. So that was nice. Uh, and the final one is another Pacheco one. Pacheco on a fourth for a, thir- for a second. Just, you know, diversify, get off of that, open up a roster spot, be gone. And then you've got a couple here. Yeah, you did uh, Penny, and this is that one QB league, right? Yeah, it's the one QB original first dynasty league that I have. Yeah, so Penny in a third for Pierre Strong in a second. We talked a little bit about this one before we started, and uh, this is uh, freeing up a roster spot, probably pick in moving, upgrading a pick basically, because Strong is probably a cut for you. I think. Yeah, yeah, more than likely he's not gonna. I mean, and this is. 
26 man roster. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's he's not going to make the final roster. But I figure if there's an outside shot, you know, maybe someone gets hurt. He is the pass catching profile. You know, never know. Yeah. I'll hold him, hold him till cut downs at least. And, and then really, I was just upgrading the to get the second. And then, uh, the other, the other one that's not on here that I did in that league, and I, I just looked it up because I wanted to see. Uh, so my brother picked up an orphan in this league the second year. So mm-hmm. there was a guy that quit after the first year. Dynasty wasn't for him, and my brother picked up that team. And uh, in the very first rookie draft, so my brother never played Dynasty before, it was a rookie and uh, veteran. It was 2019. So yeah. that was the – uh, Jacobs, Nikhil Harry, Monty, yeah. Miles Sanders year, AJ Brown, yeah. you know, like, yeah. So like, um, my brother at one Oh six picked Jamal Williams from the green Bay Packers. since so, cause someone had cut him and that, I mean, he was, he was, he was like the RB one B with Aaron Jones. Cause Aaron Jones hadn't turned into who Aaron he Jones. is today. Yeah, yeah. So, so like I offered my brother, uh, um, Jamal Williams for a 24 third and I got that deal done too. He's like, Hey, he's come full circle on my fantasy team. And I'm like, I totally forgot about that. And so I looked at it and I'm like, so he picked him there. And then after him, and this is one QB, it went Kyler Murray at one Oh seven Paris Campbell at one Oh eight justice Hill at one Oh nine Hakeem Butler this is like a throwback in the yeah, dynasty I'm rookie go, drafts. I'm gonna go puke. I'll be right back. <laughs> hey, I, I drafted Marquise Brown at 111, but I was drunk and I wanted AJ Brown. <laughs> like least, I, I mean, it could have been I worse. Picked, I picked the wrong Brown. We were at Buffalo Wild Wings, like live in person rookie draft, and I'm like, Bless. dang it. Then it went Noah Fant, then AJ Brown, then Hawk, and then Debo went at 203. Ooh. So I just figured you would be interested in where Debo went there. So I wanted yeah. to to talk about that draft. But yeah, that was our f- first rookie draft in that league because it was the first season was done after the mm-hmm. startup, and it was the first rookie draft. So, but yeah, I did that trade with him, and I I forgot to put it on here. But then I also did a McKinnon for a twenty four third um, trade as well. Just like I said, that's those are the kind of deals I'm trying to do now because I know. I have 30 there it's we're up to 31 we have to cut five players and i had 15 running backs yeah Um, no uh, that makes that makes sense so and this last one's kind of just a whatever yeah well and uh i mean i don't have any trey sermon and i was like you know he's getting a little positive buzz you tell me if that that's legit or not i mean i think he's making the team yeah i I was talking with eric vanek the other day and he was asking me what i thought of what i'm hearing and stuff from following uh, here i think that they're going to carry five and that's including kyle use check um so i think it's going to be mitchell sermon wilson and uh tdp yeah and then hasty's not going to make it and then mason will go to the practice squad that's okay. what i think is going to happen sermon's getting a lot of um run um he seems to be i was listening to one of the podcasts uh either this morning or yesterday that I'm the main one that I listen to from the Niners that he seems to be that like, um, sermon might be in, um, Kyle's doghouse a little bit right now, 
But the good what we will say about being Kyle's doghouse is Ayuk was in Kyle's doghouse last year at the beginning of the year and then had a good second half of the year. Yeah. The year before that, Debo was in Kyle's doghouse because he showed up at a camp out of shape. So Kyle likes to pick a guy and kind of like really, really push him. So <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. there's a good chance. It will be interesting. I haven't seen any could, camp reports from today, today yeah. of how they did against the Vikings in practice. Um, it'll be interesting how much we see of him this weekend against the Vikings. I don't think we're not going to see any Trey Lance. They've said Trey Lance isn't playing. Um if we see a lot of them this week, I'd be wor- I'd be more worried. If we don't see too much, it's probably a decent uh, chance he, he's gonna pretty good. He's gonna make the roster because uh, you're hearing that a lot of these quarterbacks, these main players, aren't gonna play this week's playoff uh, preseason game because they yeah. because of the joint practices. Yeah, they did all that, so then they'll play week three of the person. But you know, this trade is just a trade. It's yeah. I mean, new. and honestly, the team that I did this with, his team name is the KC Cowboys. So he's a Chiefs and Cowboys fan. And so I did Jarek McKinnon and Simi Fajoko, who caught a touchdown in the preseason game for the Cowboys for Trey Sermon. And he and he had open roster spots. And I'm like, hey, pick up pick up waiver guys like like here. I'll give you a two for one. And Trey Sermon is just like a dark throw. He's he's one of those running. He's a running. He's a running back with a heartbeat on, on a roster. And that's a good thing. What's the what's the trade that you offered out there that you wish would have gotten done? I already talked about my uh, George Pickens trade that I thought should have been accepted and wasn't. Uh, so I just did one. I just offered one that I thought which should have been accepted, and I offered Brees Hall. This is a fourteen team. Superflex uh, start nine going to start to next year with a running backs are point one per carry or rushes are point one per carry with running backs are half a point PPR right receivers are point seven five and tight ends are a uh, full point um, and I offered Brees Hall and a third for uh, Leonard Fournette. KJ Osborne and a first. And Osborne was more because I've we have to start three wide receivers in this league, so there's actually even though it's start nine, we gotta start a lot of wide receivers. And I was hoping because I've only got like I t- think I have a total of four, maybe five wide receivers on the team, and two of them have a bye week on together this year. So it's kinda like ah, I could use one more guy and Osborne I thought would be great because Yeah. I, I have cousins. Right. And so I really wanted that trade to be accepted. And the guy countered back with me. with I offered him for like the best first he had. Like would be, I think it was going to be a top three, top four pick. He countered back offering me... No. Yeah, offering me the other first he had, which was going to be... Should be later. Quite a bit later. And at me giving him a second. I'm like, I'm not going to get a worse pick back from you and give you a better pick. Not not gonna happen. So I think that's. I was really hoping that one was would get accepted, but I've got right now. I've got I got five Breeze Halls, and f- three of those are in leagues that are quarter point per carry. One of them is this league I was just talking about. It's point one per carry, and the other one is no point per carry. 
So I think I'm going to go, re- the one with no point per carry, I think I'm going to go really try real hard to move him in that league. Because I've got some other running backs in there. i got James Cook, i got Walker, and a few other guys in there, young guys. But kind of if I can go get, I might try to get a quarterback for him. I don't know. I might have to add maybe a second to get a top 14 quarterback kind of deal. Because my quarterbacks are complete trash. I think it's Winston and... Davis Mills in that league, so not good, Bob. Yeah, another one I uh, and this is this is one of my biggest pet peeves too. And this is not the roast for the week, but this is just someone DMs you, "Hey, are you interested in player X?" I'm like, "Yeah, send me an offer." No offer. Days go by, no offer. I'm like, "All right, man. Like, you you wanted to see if I was interested, and you didn't even." take the effort to send an offer. So I sent an offer and he, the player and my team is, I lost in the championship last year. I'm competitive again this year. I think I have, you know, top three or four team. I was like, and the player was Devonte Adams. And I'm like, all right, I looked at his and he's total rebuild. Like he needs youth. He needs picks. I didn't want to give away my first, um, so I, I offered him DK Metcalf in a 23 second for Adams, Michael Thomas, and Gordon. So he gets. Melgo? Yeah, Melgo. Yeah. So, because I'm like, all right, Melgo could potentially have some value uh, as a, you know, running back body. So I was like, all right, that seemed. Because I'm taking away all his old guys, essentially. Yeah. Like, that was literally the three oldest players on his roster. I was like, this, and I'm giving him DK, right? And I like DK, and I, you know, I think I would like to keep him, but I figured it made sense in that to get two um, in a start three wide receiver to get two other wide receivers that I could plug in. And they, I mean, they would easily be my wide receiver one and probably four, depending on how Thomas does. So I wish that one would have got accepted. It sat out there, but I'm, I'm, I'm a bit bitter. So I, uh, I didn't let it sit out there for too long. Yeah, I get that. That you know, that's a, that's a, at this right now, is a time that if you send trades, you can't let them sit there too often, too long, because anything can happen with a player, and if they're out there too long, and the guy that you're asking for tears an ACL and you, yeah. you have some unscrupulous person on the other side. I know. You might just go and accept that kind right. of deal. So don't, you know, maybe a, a, a day at the most kind of deal um, and then um, revoke it because it's just not worth it. Yeah, I, I would I would recommend that to anybody this time of year is send an offer, wait a day. If they don't accept, revoke it. Unless, yeah, yeah. So, but that kind of is most of our um, trades that we have here. A little bit of a shorter, shorter pod, I think. Maybe yeah. Who knows? Who knows? We'll probably, how, how well, long I'm gonna uh, coast to coast roast is gonna take. So yeah, now we'll we'll move into uh, the coast to coast roast for today. Yeah. I think so I'm gonna let you're gonna take the lead on this one. I am. I yours. am. Yeah. So I, uh, you know, one of my my, uh, you know pet peeves about behavior because it's just wrong. It's bad behavior. And you don't want to be a, a constant donator to a league. Pick a direction. 
if you're kind of in the middle, either go to the bottom or try and trade for competitive picks. But the worst thing you can do is be the team that you make a trade and you trade, you know, one of your best running backs for something that is probably less than what it's worth. And then immediately follow that up by trading for a win now running back. And I mean, just that you probably set your team back in overall value and you didn't do anything to move yourself. It's like, you need to make trades that move you in one direction. And, uh, you know, it doesn't help you to waffle back and forth because you're you're just continuing to lose value. And, and it's definitely something that is a big pet peeve of mine. And I wish that people would just be, I wish that they would have some conviction. You know, I mean, there's no conviction and they're just kind of like trying to trade for value and trade to trade and you just kind of get stuck. And that's like, I hate that for people in Dynasty. And if that was what, if I could give one piece of advice, it's like, Try to either all in or all out. Like I completely agree. The last but you want to either be picking like one ten, one oh nine, one ten, one eleven, one twelve, or you want to be picking the top three, in my yep. opinion. You didn't I mean one four. For sure. You do not want to be picking at one oh five, one oh six, one oh seven, one oh eight, year over year over year. Because you're just you're if just doing you're doing yourself no good doesn't do you good if you're gonna rebuild rebuild get rid of everything you got on that team so that you're in the top three top three picks and just go and if you're gonna win if you're gonna go for the win go for the damn win and hope that you're picking at if you just get into the dance you know yeah get into the dance and anything can happen there there's a good shot if you can get into the dance you can get you so you can you have a shot if you get in there. oh yeah no and and that's and, and that's what like in in our home league my brother because he picked up that orphan because he didn't know anything about dynasty he didn't draft the team he was stuck with it like he's kind of been in in that middle ground like this whole time and i'm like you know i've been I'm like oh, but the middle ground is good if you can get into the playoffs and i told him i'm like all right you need to kind of push it in this year and you need to like load up trade some picks cuz you are close to being that you know top four or five team and once you're in the playoffs anything can happen so you know that was my advice to him and that'd be my advice to everyone is just try and if you're if you're close push it in nobody wants to trade these 23s so you i think you can get really solid players that will score points for you this year if you're if you think you can get into the playoffs and have a chance i mean you got to have quarterback or quarterbacks in without that don't do it just <laughs> go to the bottom but if you have if you have elite quarterbacks push it in try to get those pieces for sure for sure that's the best way to go in my opinion um but that's pretty much it for us tonight um or today <laughs> whenever yeah. you're listening um for the coast to coast dynasty podcast i am ruma mana at superflex dgen and i am at c2c dynasty merce also follow our podcast at c2c dynasty pod thank you again and have a great one peace out peace out